Hello, friends. I am so happy that you found my podcast. This podcast is actually meant for everyone, young or old, male or female. My hope is that during this time that you and I spend together, that you will be encouraged and blessed. Life isn't always easy at times, and I believe that God is leading us as Christians to help support one another. And my way of doing this is through this podcast. I hope you enjoy our time together and know that Jesus loves you, and so do I. Hey friends, it's Alicia with the Reflecting Heart Podcast. Um, Hope you guys have had a wonderful day today. Uh, Really happy to see the amount of people that have been listening to the podcast. That makes me really, really happy. A lot of people are very happy to be starting at the beginning because they feel like they don't have enough education or knowledge about the Bible yet to feel, you know, firm in their walk with God. So I'm so happy that we could be able to do this for them. Um, One thing that we're going to talk about tonight is evolution. And we're going to talk about it from a Christian standpoint. And so it will kind of give you some knowledge, you know, when you hear people talking about evolution, how you can look at it from a Christian standpoint. So any discussion of Genesis must touch on the issue of creation and evolution. Um, Both religious people and skeptics express some amazement that in the 21st century, the old battle between science versus the Bible is still being fought. Uh, Skeptics consider the matter settled scientifically. Evolution is no longer just a theory, they believe, but it is proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. Human beings evolved from primate ancestors, and that is that. But, there's always a but in there. (laughs) But the matter is far from settled and for obvious reasons. It is impossible to prove that evolution itself was not the work of a creator or to prove that it was. Real science is a matter of proof and science has its limits. A scientist may believe that evolution is fact, but cannot prove that evolution is purely a matter of chance. The father of evolutionary theory himself, Charles Darwin, was an agnostic, but not an atheist, which means agnostic believes that there is a higher power. He just can't say exactly what it is. So atheist doesn't believe in any higher higher power whatsoever. But Charles Darwin in 1870, he wrote, I cannot look at the universe as a result of blind chance. Yet, I can see no evidence of a beneficent design or indeed uh, a design of any kind in details. He had doubts, but some of his disciples did not. They see no evidence of design, but believe with certainty that the universe is a result of blind chance. So school boards across the country fight their battles over whether to teach children that evolution is a certainty or that there might be possibly a designer at work. As Christians, we certainly believe that there is a designer at work, God. So the sequence of creation in Genesis 1 seems to fit neatly with the findings of science. First, there was the earth itself, then plants, then the lower animals, then man. 
And so for a document written centuries ago, Genesis seems remarkably accurate in the main points. The fact is, the real problem for unbelievers is not the six-day sequence in Genesis, but rather the opening words. In the beginning, God created. Believers choose to take those words at face value. Believers also accept Genesis 1 and 26 that says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image. It takes a leap of faith to believe that God created the universe, whether in six days or over millions of years. A creator is a creator, whether he does the work in six days or six billion years. So scientists can acknowledge that the Bible is largely responsible for much of the growth of science itself. In many ancient religions, the world is inhabited by innumerable spirits, demons, deities, you know, with a supernatural being literally under every bush. This isn't true of the Bible, where we, from the very beginning, there is only one God and everything that exists in his creation with no malicious spirits inhabiting rocks and trees. So God calls his creation good, but the rocks, trees, stars, sun, and moon are not seen as gods or spirits. The Bible depersonalizes nature as if it were not depersonalized, uh, if it were not depersonalized, modern science would not have arisen. In the Bible, then, nature is not to be worshipped or feared, but to only be understood. So, only God is divine, and only man is made in God's image. So, that kind of gives you a little bit of a scientific, you know, um, lesson about, uh, you know, what is evolution. It, truthfully, there's no answer. Nobody has the answer. It's something that we weren't there to witness it. We certainly weren't able to document it. But as Christians, we believe God's word. And we do believe that in the beginning, God created. So we do believe that God created, that we uh, did not, you know, um, get our history from primates. We didn't, you know, yes, of course, there's been, you know, um, a growth of each generation and, and changes. And, you know, we can go back and look at things and try to make sense of it if, we're, if we weren't Christians. Um, but as Christians, we do have the opportunity to just say we believe in a higher power. We believe that how higher power is God and that God created everything. So um, I hope that helps you with the evolution question. I know it's it's really not an easy thing to understand. It's certainly not easy for the beginner to understand. Um, those of us that have been Christians for many, many, many years, we don't even understand it. So it's it's definitely something, you know, to uh, try to talk about and but it's really not something any one of us are ever going to be able to settle. So hope that guys, um, that, that made sense to you guys. I hope you're blessed. I hope you have a wonderful day. And I do want to ask for a prayer request for several of our members of our Facebook group. Uh, there are a lot of needs. Um, a lot of people continue to message me privately um, about their personal needs. And I definitely respect their privacy. So we want to uh, just say a prayer. Uh, for those that are in our um, Reflecting Heart podcast discussion group on Facebook, uh, there's definitely a lot of need in our world today, in our society, close to home. We, we have a lot of needs. And so we want to be also aware that there's many praise reports. There's lots of good things going on with God. And there's lots of people waking up that have been in a slumber. And so I'm really happy to be a 
able to be a part of that. So uh, let's go ahead and say a prayer if that's okay with you guys. Dear Heavenly Gracious Father, Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for the opportunity to be able to come together to talk about you, Lord. Lord, we thank you for all the things that are in our life that are good. We know that all good things come from you, Lord. Lord, we pray that you would help us in our daily walks, that you would allow us to see the things that don't necessarily go um, in line with um, our Christian spirit so that we can remove those things and we can work on removing them and we can uh, replace those with better things. Um, I know a lot of us are having issues with the words that come out of our mouths. Um, we seem to just, um, you know, immediately have a word for something that is not always a um, Christian word to use. So we want to work on those kind of things, something as simple as a potty mouth. Um, so, Lord, I praise you and I thank you again for everything. Thank you so much for being with all of us. We do want to pray for our members. We want to pray that your blessings would be upon them, that you would hear their cries, Lord Jesus, that you would answer their prayers. And um, Lord, we thank you so much for everything. And we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hope you guys have a blessed day and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.